Blog Talk Radio. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Or are you feeling stuck and not sure where to turn? We can help. Visit our website at psychic.biz from your computer, smartphone, or tablet where you can get accurate readings and insight by speaking with any one of our tested advisors. We offer live chat, video sessions, one-on-one phone calls, and even email readings. We have several gifted psychics tarot readers, astrologers, and other healers from around the world who are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Your initial chat is always free, and our psychics do offer special prices and low permanent rates. Visit us today at psychic.biz and get the guidance you need today for your tomorrow. Yes. How's Frank doing? 
Frank is doing lovely. In fact, uh, you know, I was riding around in an Uber because we were headed over from the place where we stayed at, which was Rio, and we were headed over to Excalibur and the Luxor, and we came to mm-hmm. uh, his street. As a matter right. of fact, I didn't know he had his own street. <laughs> oh, he does, honey. And you know he took up residence at the Excal- at the Excalibur once they tore down the old one. No, I didn't know that. That's probably why the street was right next to Excalibur. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Or should I say off of Excalibur? <laughs> off of Excalibur. Well, while you were out yeah. partying, I was over here. I done a triple play last weekend. That was fun as can be. Oh. I visited wow. the lovely Lafayette Hotel, and then I went over to Athens, Ohio's Community Center and done a fair. And then I popped back into the Blue Pit. Now, the Blue Pit's a nice bar, really nice, nice, nice people, great Halloween parties. So while you were being lazy, I was working my butt off. You should have been winning me money to pay the agent. Now, wait a minute. How do you know I was being lazy? Pleasure is not Well, because I know you. When you go to Vegas, honey, there's only three things you do. You eat crab legs, you go visit Frankie, and then you set out by the pool and check out the Cabana Boys. Well, no, actually, I was dancing in my sparkly dress and having a good time. <laughs> you forgot the Cabana Boys? Oh, all right, I guess. I don't know, but I was what? dancing with one of my one of my great gay friends and having a ball. He thought it was cool. <laughs> okay. Did you bring me back a phone number and some pictures? You know I'm taking applications. I, I know, honey, but he's not a bear. Uh, darn twinks. Anyhow. Yeah, but he Did you see the New York now. Times? Uh, are you referring to the, the burning of the church? I am, honey. That yeah. is just terrible. Here we go well, we've again. Got a, yeah. got a lot of you know, I almost felt like we'd done a time warp. Well, you know what? The thing of it is, is we've got a lot of crazy people out there. And mm-hmm. people are so, so emotional about the election and we're really getting it from all sides here, you know, because I was reading that and they really, you know, they said, hey, we can't, and they said, we can't even confirm that this is political, but you've got some high emotions. It's not. And they were really, you know, they were even talking, they were a little bit concerned about election night. You know, the deal is, guys, okay, the country isn't going to end. We're still going to be here Tuesday, we're still going to be here Wednesday, and we're still going to be here four years from now. Mm-hmm. Well, most of us it's will not. be. Most of us will are still you, be here. Are, are you going somewhere? Uh, well, I'm, you know, on Wednesday, depending on how the election runs, Ace may be filling out immigration forms. You know, you were saying something about how you really like Canada. I love Canada, honey. I'm telling you, those people are nice up there. I uh-huh. loved it to death. And I'm telling you, if this crap keeps going on, I done saw what the 50s and 60s got us. If we're going to repeat that, then I'm out of here. You know what? In all honesty, there's a lot of this stuff going on, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's just specific to one party. I think it's coming from both sides. I really it's believe coming from both sides. Much emotional so energy. Human. Well, mm-hmm. you know, well, and you know, we've always we've always thought technology is great, and technology is great. But one of the downfalls of 
technology and living in this age of technology is we are getting so much information, whether it's true or false, so much information on a constant basis. And I really don't think we quite know how to handle it. Let's face it. Let's go back to the time of Kennedy, okay? There were mm-hmm. lots of things people didn't know was going on back then. There was also oh, yeah. a set of and rules it, back then, too. There, there was a no set of rules. Well, let's even go even back to Eisenhower. You know, nobody right. knew he was in a wheelchair. Nobody. Right. Not one right. press agent, no, no gossip columnist, nobody said one word about yeah. any of it. They all knew you keep your mouth shut or you don't have a job tomorrow. Yeah, there was a set of rules. You know, there was protocol, yeah. you know, um, and I really wish we'd go back to it. I don't know if it's possible anymore because of technology. Uh, but I well, do think, I think that it's, this is one of the downfalls. Well, here's the thing. I think, and, you know, we're included in this because we yap all the time about current events and you know, we're going to ignore the election because we don't cover political stuff here. Right. This is pure freaking hatred. This is the uh-huh. effect of instant news media. This is the mm-hmm. effect of history teachers not being paid to teach history the way it was. Right. Well, and it, and, and having been a history teacher, okay, an economics, political science teacher, Okay, there's you have you really have to do your own research because if you're just going by what's in the text, you're not going to get true and accurate information. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you know, especially the young people now, you know, there's a lot of things they don't know. You know, they don't no. know because they haven't been taught. And then we have a lot of us who just don't care. <laughs> now I care, wow. okay, I care, but there are a lot of people who really don't care. You know, and. Uh, you know, my thing is just tell everybody, you know, if you feel led, do your civic duty, whatever you feel that is. Okay? Well, here's the There's thing. There's no right or wrong. Point. There isn't. There's no right or wrong. We have right. a number of candidates, not just two. There's at least four that I can that I can think off the top of my head. Well, there's four um, that are known, but I'm pretty sure there's a few more. Well, I can think of Jill, Jill Stearns, right. the libertarian dude that doesn't have a clue, and of course our two main hecklers. Um, but here's the thing. People died for the right to vote. Get your butt up, put on your heels, and go do things like you need to. And that's yeah. as far as I say about election. I don't care who you vote for. I would be happy with Mickey Mouse. But go vote. Um, but this bullcrap of burning down religious places, torturing people, acting like you guys were not given home training by your mamas is ridiculous. Right. And there's been so many examples of this throughout the election cycle, you know, where people, you know, are going to, you know, watch their candidates, they're getting beat up, you know, there's just been so many different things, and you know what? Either way, we're still going to be here next week. Okay, Wednesday, well, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. yeah, we're going to be here next week, and we're still going to have an election. We're still going to have a president, and right. it's going to be okay. We're going to survive. Right. Well, you know? not only that, but we're going to have 
you know, to face up and wake up that we've grown past the times. Um, I was listening to NPR. I listened to them quite often. And they said this election is worse than the one that was held in Egypt. When the really? Muslim Brotherhood took control. Oh, yeah. They're saying that the, uh, the, the level of violence, the distaste of candidates, the crap going on between the candidates is worse than when the Muslim Brotherhood was elected into Israel. Not Israel, Egypt. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. But, you know, also, you know, it, in fact, um, I was looking at some information the other day. Um, it's kind of interesting if you go back into the very early part of our history. Granted, we didn't have television. We didn't have electricity back then. We didn't have a lot of things. You know, there was stuff going on back then, you know. Somebody well, was there was. with somebody's wife and somebody was mm-hmm. this and somebody was that. You know, there was right. a lot of stuff going back then. People back then, they didn't like you. They would shoot you. <laughs> well, true. But at the same time, back then, when the system was designed, and this is what people don't understand about the system, mm-hmm. the only people that could vote were white men who owned property. Right. right. Free and you clear in their names. And who right. had signed loyalty agreements to the United States. Right. Okay. We have that means, come a long way, baby. Yes, we have come a long way, and we're going to continue to go a long way, um, and we're going to continue to build and grow on this. But we got to stay focused on the importance of the situations, and we got to find these idiots who are stuck in the forties, drag them out, and whip them like they like their mama should have. That's just my opinion. Burning down a religious uh, a center of a community that is a religious organization is cuckoo for cocoa pops. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, we've become too much of a violent society, and there's so many good things about this country. Wow. There's a lot good about there. this country, but there's a lot that needs some work on. And we'll start with yeah. the South and work our way up. All right. Exactly. Now, speaking of working our way up, we do have a lovely guest tonight, Miss uh, Deborah Silverman. She's the founder know, of Ecological. I know. Ecological psychology. Claire Jung once said psychology will be a dinosaur science until it includes astrology. She brings psychology, psychology out of the Stone Age. As psychotherapist and astrologer, Deb Stills um, blends these two together into a great study. And I've been reading her book, The Missing Element. And I'm telling you guys, it's good, you know, because I study astrology. But, you know, she's brought in some really interesting things. So let's bring her on and talk with her a little while. Absolutely. Here I am. Hi, how are you? I'm doing real well listening to you two chat. Oh, yeah. Talking about the state of affairs and how crazy we all are. Welcome to planet Earth, said the astrologer. There's Mm. no way out. It's a one-way ticket. You get here and you get to see the whole movie. I want a refund. There's no refund. There's no return ticket. You've got to stay, stay, stay. So get some popcorn. Oh, yeah. Hope you like popcorn because we're in a movie. Mm-hmm. And a badly written one sometimes. I know. I oh. see who wrote this script? <laughs> and who cast those two characters? That was just bad casting. Oh, terrible <laughs> casting. 
there are times when I just sit there and laugh because I just can't believe what I'm seeing or hearing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a comedy. It's a black comedy. Like there's 310 million people that live in America, and those were the two that we picked. Oh, that's good odds. How could that be? See, and you wonder why I didn't gamble in Vegas. <laughs> Well, welcome, Miss Deborah Silverman, and how are you this evening? I'm doing really well. I actually am enjoying listening to your sweet accent. I wish I was from down south. I try and talk like you sometimes. Uh, but it's real obvious I'm just faking it, isn't it? Not really, hon. You do quite well with it. You just need a little bad. bit more draw on it. I can, I can I hear that, whole, that, uh, that West feel. Coast in you. Yeah. I got some, I, I'm from Detroit. Uh huh. Now it's interesting because I would have said that you were somewhere in the middle of the country. I'll consider that maybe not. Oh, quite that's so where I live. But... That was pretty good. No, but I live in the middle of the country. I live in Colorado, but my accent is definitely from um, Detroit. Mm-hmm. I live in Colorado. How exciting! <laughs> I live in a little bubble called Boulder, Colorado, where people are all thin, doing yoga, eating organic foods, and don't acknowledge anything's wrong. Well, I live in Denver, (laughs) where some of us eat yogurt, (laughs) and some of us are thin, (laughs) but a lot of us like to drink beer. (laughs) Boulder has a pretend game going on, but I like it. Yeah. Uh, So you're not that far from me. You're like a hop, skip, and a jump. (laughs) I'm close. There's a whole bunch of New Age spiritual people who are doing our best to pretend everything's okay. Yeah, it'll leave all the world into one piece. We go into that positive spiritual stuff, and we're fine. We go into reality, and we're like, "Uh uh-oh, don't talk about reality. Just stay right here with me. It's a lovely day. Where's my smoothie? Yeah, Mm -hmm. but you know, to some degree, you also have to keep that positive, because you want to put that energy out there. You know, you want to manifest that energy. Reality is what you say it is, so we've got to be careful what we say. Yeah. So you have a new book called The Missing Element. Yes, I do. I do. It's about the four personality types, water, air, earth, and fire. And it's mm-hmm. con- the subtitle is Compassion for the Human Condition. It's such a perfect title for tonight. It's being able to have compassion for how screwed up we are and to realize this is part of a design. God was not playing with dice. And they were not a mistake, even though it appears like everything's wrong. From the long view, said the astrologer, and from the big picture, we are evolving. We're growing. We're like teenagers who have a. We're having a really bad personality problem right now. <laughs> are you sure it's not puberty instead of teenagers? Because I'm really feeling like it's puberty in all honesty. It's puberty. <laughs> yeah, like we're just about exactly right. We're, we're acting very young right about now. Yeah, um, I would agree with you. Although you know, on an emotional level, sometimes yeah, I do kind of question. What is going on? Are we going to survive? But we will. We always do. You know. And what you said is so true. It's just we're in a very awkward moment historically, and this was predicted by the prophets. They knew we would reach a critical point where we had to fall, where the empire would go down. And so we're in the middle of that. We're all looking around going, wait, wait, someone should help. But the people that are supposed to help are right in the middle of the problem. So we're going to have to tolerate and understand from the long view that this is not a surprise. And that all you can do is find comfort inside your own heart and your own wisdom. Right. And your spirituality is probably the only way out of this crazy movie. 
very uh, much. Actually, so. yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no logic. Okay. We're, we're way past logic. Right. So, you're, you know, you're kind of a mix. You're a psychologist and an astrologer, and you say that psychology and spirituality are best friends. How do you tie that together? Well, think about it. So psychology studies the inner world, like why do you do what you do? What's the nature of your unconscious mind? And what was the way that you got shaped by your childhood wounds? And what did you bring to the table by your heartbreaks and by your own psyche? And astrology, very similarly, describes what your karma is. Like what did your soul bring in this lifetime and what did you sign up for and how do you get comfortable with what the assignment was based on your story? So it combines the inner and the outer, the inner being your psychology and the outer being your stars, and then you make them best friends because they both love talking about the soul and the spiritual angle of how we make peace with this crazy life, which is my job. I just Mm -hmm. basically tickle people. I, I help them. I explain their personality in such detail that they can see that God wasn't making a mistake when they made you. Right. Right, right. There was a lady who was having a bad day. Maybe she wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, um, you have, I really like your viewpoint because, you know, I've heard, you know, I I deal in tarot. And I've heard, you know, of psychologists using tarot to kind of guide their sessions and stuff. Adding astrology into it, it just, that just works really well um, in pairing it up. How did you first pair it up? What you know kind of led you into it's adding astrology I, into your psychology? I've studied the, the tarot. I don't know if you know that the tarot is based, the major arcana, there's 12, planet, 12 signs and 10 planets. There's exactly enough cards in the major arcana mm-hmm. to take care of the, the whole of astrology. And then it's all based on the four elements, cups, pentacles, mm-hmm. wands, and swords. So it's water, errors, and fire. So it's really the same system. I love the tarot. And I tell people, some people are right brain people who can work more with mm-hmm. the tarot, and some people who have left brains. That's what astrology is. I got into it at a really young age. I was, uh, this is a story I haven't told in a long time. I was 18, and I went to see a psychic with my mother, and she dropped wax droppings into a glass. Have you ever had that happen? Mm-hmm. It was so weird. And the woman knew my father, who was in jail at the time. She knew his name, but this is the weird part. His name on his birth certificate was not the name that any of us knew. And she turned to my my mom knew, but no one else knew. She turned to my mm-hmm. mom and she said, there's a man named Morris who's madly in love with you. He'll be devoted to you for your whole life, but he's not here. And she was like, she, at first she didn't get it. She came, that's the stupidest thing. And as we're driving home, she was like, Morris? That's what your dad's name is. And that was the entrance of me, you know, finding magic. Because she told me all this stuff to me as well that, in that day about mm-hmm. where I was going right. to go the next year. I was going to go live in Alaska. She knew. She knew it. So when magic opened and I realized there was another world where you could see the future and there was a prophetic quality, my left, I was too linear to really jump into that part. So I went into school and studied psychology and got my master's. But I never left behind the fascination. And it started actually with the tarot. And then it went to astrology, and then I became a passion. I'm, I'm obsessed. It's been 40 years, and not a day goes by that I don't do readings. Cool. Very cool. Oh, wonderful. Um, I'm in love with magic. I just want to figure out how to figure right. out the, the, how does it go that she could see my father's name? What part of the psyche has the ability to transcend this world, to not get so distracted mm-hmm. by the storyline of the election, and really be able to hear spirit talk? And you guys know all about that because... You obviously mm-hmm. do magic. Right. In what? multiple ways. So tell us, what, 
you know, your book talks about breaking the personalities down to the four elements, which I think is yes. cool. Okay. Are two main candidates. Which elements are they, do you think? It's such a great question. Ah. I just they, yeah. I just had a, a video done. Someone interviewed me on a um, BuzzFeed or something. So here's how it goes. He, <laughs> so surprising, he's fire and air. So he can't help but just blah, 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 blah. His mouth runs. He's fire. He says anything that comes to his mind. And he's a maverick. He's this wild experience of fire and air having a party all by himself and telling everybody how great he is. There's no judgment there. He's just completely who he's supposed to be, fire and air. She, on the other hand, is all water that's turned into frozen water. You don't know how sensitive she is. She's double Pisces, double Scorpio with moon in Pisces, but she's gone numb. It's like she's too embarrassed to admit how sensitive she is. So she's using her water to focus and be ambitious. It's great. She's ambitious. She's driven, but you can't trust her because you can't feel her. And you can't trust mm-hmm. him because he's a wild cannon. So he's doing fire and air, and she's doing earth and water. It's kind of like a perfect combination, but they're absolutely polarized. Right. You know, that's really interesting that you say that because that perfectly describes uh, really their personalities and what's, what's being presented to us. Now, I'm I sure know. most people aren't looking at it from an astrological perspective, you know, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, I are. <laughs> if you... If you if, if you think, well, you know, people like you and me. <laughs> but, but the truth of the matter is, is that's exactly what you're getting. Yeah, you're getting that's two exactly polarized personalities. And then our job is to, I always tell everybody, look, you've got to watch both candidates. Keep your observer. My book is all about, you probably got the flip, is the observer. Like, mm-hmm. step off the planet, look back with compassion at the human condition. And what you see is that we're basically, this is politically incorrect, but we're basically retarded as a species. We have no internal ability to just be calm, listen, and let somebody have a turn. We get crazy. So if someone says something you don't believe in, they're like, ah, bleh. So we are now trying to learn how do we stay in the calm. We're not there yet. But right. in the right. future, that, we're going to start deciding how we can be peaceful and kind to each other, for God's sake. Coming soon well, to your we neighborhood. Sure, we sure need that soon in our neighborhood. You know, Have you looked at um, the running mates and seen how those components break down? The running mates being? Um, Mike Pence, and I don't know what the other one is. He's Kane, a newbie to me. You know what? That's so interesting. I didn't. I. I mean, it's so distracting. They're too. I, I. I have not looked at the running mates. No. So I've just been focused. And I had a it would dream be the other night. If either one of them would have Earth. Yeah, that would be interesting to see who's balanced it. I had a dream the other night that um, Trump won, and in the dream, I woke up screaming, saying, "I'm not calling him President Trump." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, my dreams often come true, but I was like, "Whoa!" I was so upset in the dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I mean, I you know, it doesn't matter who wins because we're in a movie, right? Right. You know, if you're and, spiritual, yeah, you know that's true, but it's, that's hard to believe if you're not in, if you're not in the spiritual camp. You'll well, polarize. that's why I was. That's what I was saying earlier. You know, yeah, we want you to vote. We want you to vote with your conscience. I'm going to vote with my conscience. You know. However, it's four years. It's in the moment. We're not going to end. Going through some struggles. We're jumping up and down, you know. (laughs) But this is how it is, and this is the way it's meant to be at this moment in time. Yep. Based on results. This is it. Yeah. 
Now, um, your four elements, are they the same as astrology? And um, yes. how are they related and how are they different? So they're totally based in astrology. My book is built and written for people that don't know astrology. I was trying to figure out how to teach the elements without getting mm-hmm. so cosmic and so woo-woo. So I made it very practical. So in the middle of the book, there's a personality test that you take, and you figure out mm-hmm. what your missing element is. And then you read the chapter on the missing element, and it provides a real balancing factor so that you can get your life back. If you think of it as four wheels in a car, and one of the wheels uh-huh. go down, then the whole car goes off. So I'm basically helping people balance their their four elements. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I bring like them that. into light. And, yeah. And, you know, I like the personality test. Instead of sitting there looking at the chart and going, well, okay, you've got a lot of fire energy over here, but your opposing is water, and your air is all messed up because it's all over the place. I like how you just broke it down into a personality chart. Yeah, that's exactly what I didn't want to do is what you just said because people don't understand. It's astrology. It's a cosmic science. So here's how it goes. There's four personality types. Some people are water. They don't like to talk. They're highly emotional, and they live on the inside of their psyches, and they're very psychic and very sensitive, and they're reclusive, and they really don't like people that much. They just like to be with their animals and be at home cuddling. And then some people are air, and they talk all the time, and they're super sociable, and they love to read, and they love to eat books, and they carry their magazines with them, and they ask millions of questions, and they're super curious, and they love people. And that's air, the airheads in the world. And then there's the uh-huh. earth people who are, who are bound by practicality and money, and they really have to have their, you know, the dishes put in the right place, and when they put the dishwasher, they have to have the forks down. Don't turn them back up. They're, like, really picky. They're really detailed. They like to clean when they're upset, and they're super organized and predictable, and they're grounded. Those are OCD. OCD, right? Oh, the OCD people. You got it. <laughs> and then the fire people, which I think all three of us are, are kind of like the fun, wild ones who are loud and entertaining, and they eat too much, and they party too hard, and they go to Vegas, and they dance too late, and they stay up, and they giggle, and they spend money, and then they go, uh-oh, I feel a little bit spent. So they take the fire, and they burn it on both ends. So those are the people in life that are a little bit of indulgers. So water is the sensitive. <laughs> Air is the thinker, earth is the practical one, and fire is the wild one. And then you figure out by the test which one you're missing, because usually we've got pretty much three of them going well. And there's usually right. one mm-hmm. that you go, you go, what? And that's the one you grow. <coughs> right. Very good, very and good. build on, you know, because a lot of people take astrology as stone. You know, if you're double Aries, then you're going to be mouthy and everywhere. That's just potential, and that's what people don't get a lot of times is it's potential. You can grow past your chart. Absolutely. That's the goal is prophecy. is to be profitable. Prophecy is to be able to see what's coming and know how to handle it. So, yes, you can start to work with your chart. There are very compelling personality traits that are hard to get away from, but with the observer, you be compassionate, and you get some votes. You get some choice. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You know, and I think astrology can be very good for giving us – a clue to some degree, you know, a little bit about who somebody is, but it's not the whole picture, you know. Right, right. Oh, yeah, there's way more than that. I'm a Pisces. I have certain traits, but I'm also a Pisces Aries. I'm on the cusp. I like having a little bit of both. I think that's cool. (laughs) Are you born right on the cusp? Because there's only one day during a month that's actually the cusp. Did you get that trade out? Yes, I am. Zero degrees. Yeah. She's at zero, yes. zero degrees. Yeah, you you know, that's so cool. So between Pisces and Aries, is that where you are? 
Yeah. That's where she is. And then you got yeah. me, the opposite. I'm a double Aries with a Virgo moon. I knew you were fire. Yeah, I'm fire nitpicky. <laughs> fire, yeah, fire nitpicky. See what he can do with a keyboard. <laughs> oh, I'd like to hear that. Well, Aston, do you want the pleasure? Yeah, what, a keyboard, honey? She, I'm talking, I do a lot of programming, coding, that type of thing. That's where my Virgo mind gets kicked in, and it's like, oh, okay, there we go. There's a pretty rose, that type of thing. Um, so fire people, fun. Boy, do we have fun being fire people. And if you're on the cusp with the zero degree, you can pretend you're in the fire club. And they're the people that have spirit, and they love to keep everybody awake. They hate being bored. It's like their worst thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Very much so. Yeah. And don't you have a little fire stick in your hand, Mr. Fireman? Mm-hmm, I do. Oh, I, oh, I, I like can smell her. It from here. I like her. She <laughs> said what I wanted to say, and I was keeping my mouth shut. Good yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, so leave it, leave it to me. I specialize ever. in saying those things that everyone else is just thinking. That's fire, by the way. Yep. I live on caffeine and nicotine. Yeah. They are my two they patrons. Right. And how so does that work you do with that? Wonderful, actually. It's just your friends that have to deal with the smell, but we don't mind because we can't smell the smell, so you just keep on going. Not a problem. Not a problem. Oh. So you went to a police reunion. Uh, Tomorrow I'm going to see Sting tomorrow on Friday. Yes, I I worked with Mm -hmm. Sting for a year and a half and traveled around the world with him. So I'm about to see him perform on Friday uh, in Honolulu. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got lucky so, enough to be his his uh, mediator for the band. Oh, his liaison. Cool. Very yes, cool. They did yeah. not, they did not get along that lovely band, but everybody knows that. Yeah, everyone knows that Sting hasn't gotten along for a very long time. Um, but he sure with, has some good people that he plays with now. Yeah. That was kind of interesting because then didn't you basically get to see your book play out in front of you? Yes, the personalities. It's exactly right, yes. We had a little bit of fire and a little bit of earth and a little bit of water, and they were in the wrong directions. But I helped. I had a (laughs) a, a working relationship, and they did their best. And the truth was no one in the audience had a clue how bad it was because the performances were impeccable. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the key to good balance. Our yeah. spirits come out whether or not our human nature wants to interrupt. The spirit always wins. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank God. But thank God for that. Because we've got some crazy well, little egos. Raise your hand if you have an ego. Oh, look, everyone's raising their hand. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So what can people who maybe don't believe in astrology get out of your new book? That's a great question. So I, so in the book, there's very little actual astrology. I wrote the book with that very intention, that people could read it who didn't believe in it or who didn't have a working relationship but wanted to get kind of tempted or inspired. So the book just requires you to read each chapter and see which one you are, like which what personality type you are, and then you go to that chapter. So it doesn't really, you don't even have to believe in astrology or be complicated by it. You just have to be interested in evolving and figuring out how to find love or how to find balance or just, you know, it's, it's kind of simple. 
That's what I loved of the mm-hmm. book. I took out the astrology. I'm going to have to write an astrology before I finish this this movie because I've got I've been mm-hmm. doing it for so long. But this was just truly about helping people fall in love with who they are and getting really comfortable in their own skin. Right, right, right. Right. And it, re-embracing yeah. themselves. And it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't get rid of it. There's no right. divorce. You Mm-mm. spend a lifetime after lifetime with you. I always say there's no divorce in heaven. You spend lifetime after lifetime with yourself, so you may as well get to know you. <laughs> That's true. I never thought about like that, but you're absolutely right. What a scary thought. You're just with yourself forever, on and on and on and on. The quicker you get to understand you, the quicker we're going to have fun. Yeah, i got to have that moment. The quicker we're going to go and do different things. (laughs) What was that? Yeah. And I said, the quicker we get to go and do different things, because it seems like we've been on the same mouse wheel or the same chapter for a while now. Oh, I know. Well, it's about to change in about a week. I Mm -hmm. also, yeah. (laughs) You know, but that also um, at least connected with me, you know, um, on the level of too many of us, in fact, many of us, we don't love ourselves. We don't value ourselves. And if we're yeah. going to be hanging out with ourselves forever, you're right. Good point. We need to get over it and get on, see our value. And it's funny how we're designed as a human species that we don't feel okay about loving ourselves. Like we're we're actually designed not to like ourselves. And then now it's so cool because there's so much spiritual going on from, you know, the tarot to Reiki to learning astrology to playing with chakras and yoga to say, you guys, there's, you, there's only one of us here and it's you and why don't you fall in love with you? And it's such a new model. Our parents and grandparents, when they, when they were listening to us right now, fall in love with you? That was like the most radically weird thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, again, she's making me think of all those messages when I was growing up. <laughs> You're too exactly. sensitive. You're too much of a dreamer. <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> and the list goes on and on. It's like it's not okay to think outside of the box, you know. And you know, it's very interesting, you know, because we do quite often think that we're the only ones who are going through, you know, problems. We think that we're unique to problems, but really we aren't, are we? When you are communicating with people you know, about things along those lines. Kind of what kind of message do you have for people that might be feeling, you know, isolated or misunderstood in some way? One of the biggest things I say to people is just please tell the truth. If you admit that you're sad or you're lonely or you're depressed and you ask for help, without complaining, you can't do it over and over again and not do anything. You have to say it to someone and then ask for help and then be prepared to receive because if you complain too much, that becomes a shtick. But I really encourage people to ask for help. Like, it's a miracle what happens if you just have the courage to say, you know, I'm lonely, <clears throat> and, I'm, and I want to change this. You've got to want to change it. As soon as I get a client on the phone and I can sincerely feel that they want help, I, I see miracles all the time. It's, it's, a, it's amazing to me what happens. Like, it's just about, one, you need to be heard. You need to have a really good friend or a really deep, soulful contact with someone that says, I get your pain. I understand you. And then the next thing you got to say is, now what are we going to do? Like, Do we need to ask for a counselor? Do we need to go give to somebody? Do we need to go volunteer? Do we need to go to the 12-step program? Like, What action step can you do? And, and every single day I, with clients, I, it's so fun. Because if, if, mm-hmm. if you say it in a nice enough way, I can tell somebody, look, you're – 
you know, 300 pounds overweight. It's not a judgment. But if you would just take sugar out of your diet for the next week and call me next week, let's see what happens. And before they know it, they've lost 100 pounds. And it's just because someone had to say, listen, I'm going to tell the truth. You're fat. I love you. Right. But you're, you're not taking care of your body. Now, are you interested? And if they say, no, I go, that's cool. You can. It's all timing, said the astrologer. Everything mm-hmm. happens in the right time. Suddenly you're ready. You're like, I want to change. And astrologically, it's very obvious when those cycles arrive. Right. Now, uh, Meek and Rainey used to do this all the time, and, you know, it'd be, you know, because we take clients, too, and, you know, we'll go, what is going on with those Geminis or those Pisces or this? Do you see the same trends with your clients? It's like, oh, goodness, every Aries is yeah. going to be calling me this week. Mars right. is sitting yeah. in the wrong house, and like the right world's going to blow up. The Sagittarians are having a really hard time. And mm-hmm. right now, Aries, people that are born late in Aries, like somewhere in uh, mid-April are having a really hard time. There's definitely astrological dates that you can look at. Geminis are going through a very difficult time this whole year, 2016 to 2017. It's, a, it's requiring a lot of discipline and a lot of focus, and same for Pisces. You, you just have to know that's what astrology is, it's exactly what you mm-hmm. said, following the trends, putting words to it, and then giving permission slips so people can get comfortable. Like Nothing's wrong, just like this election. This is so predictable that we had to have a wake-up call and we found two characters that were ridiculous to make us all go, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. It's working. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much so. This is true. This is true. You know, I wasn't going to mention the Pisces because it has been a challenging year, a year where you can actually kind of laugh at it and go, oh, my God, not again. Or what next? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, especially really early it, degree. But, <laughs> but you definitely hit that run right on the head. It's like, because okay, I'm at the point where it's just like, okay, I'm just laughing about it at this point. You, you have, obviously, I, your humor is one of the medicines that people need to know about. If you can laugh, as soon as someone can laugh at, at their story or at their movie, I call it, or at their life, there's humor you know your observer's on and you're in your soul going, oh, my God. But if you can't laugh and you're captured uh-huh. by depression or by addiction, yes. or by loneliness, right. that's when you reach out for help and you go, please, someone help me. And if you just say it out loud, like every morning wake up and go, please help me. I'll do whatever it takes. That's got to be your mantra. Be prepared right. for miracles. Right, but right, exactly. It's very yeah. different than complaining because people that complain, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Well, because they're not ha- I mean, yeah, okay, you have no those moments where you're going. Yeah, but, you know, if you... You're not going to get out of it unless you take the action steps. Yeah, Whatever they are, you're you're still going to have to ride through it. You know, it's like you know, Asen was talking about how quite often we'll have those weeks where all the Sages or all the Gemini's or everybody seems to be going through this. I mean, I can sit there and almost predict birth dates when they're calling. You know, because I know it's coming, and I know there's something going on with that particular group of people. You yeah. know, and then it's and, so helpful. That's why you guys are helpful. Then you give them your blessing and your compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next day, and though, their direction so sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, honey, where can they get your book at? So Amazon. Just go to Amazon, and you put in the missing element. You know, it, and one of the chapters, my favorite chapter of that book is all about crisis. That when, like, we're exactly where we're at right now in this election, when everything seems so wrong, is when you get to really see what you're made out of. 
And crisis mm-hmm. is the way that life tests the soul. The soul kind of likes when things go wrong. The ego hates it. The ego wants everything to be normal and everybody to follow the etiquette and everybody to do the rules. And the soul's like, who cares? We're learning. All the soul wants is to learn and grow, even if it's uncomfortable. All the ego wants is to stay comfortable and not have to ever change. <laughs> All right. Gee, and, you know, I wonder which one's Keep dominating. repeating it. <laughs> yeah, repeat, repeat, repeat. Yep. Well, darling, so thank you for coming on the show. Oh, that's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I hope you guys Anytime. read The Missing Element and find out your, your missing element is. You know what? Mind I Earth. Tell you, I am I am right Fun. on this. That um, You are exciting. I love the way that, you know, you um, bring about explaining things in a very natural way where, you know, just the everyday person can kind of understand it. Like, oh, okay. You know, I'm normal. You know, and sometimes, you know, for for intuitive people, spiritual, or people who would consider themselves to be intuitive, spiritual, you know, astrology and all those fancy words, you know, hey, you know, we can understand that, but just being able to read something in simple form, you know, the way that, you know, you said you've explained this in your book, I think that's great for everyone. I know we should get everybody a copy. Everybody a copy for the for, for the election. What do you think? Um, <laughs> no? We'll put them in your, your mailboxes. Yeah. We'll pretend pretend we're Oprah and put them under their chair right now. I know. Uh-huh. And make them magically appear. <laughs> that would make me so happy if I could give away the. I would love. I really wish I could give that book away to everybody. I've gotten great yeah. reviews. It's funny. It took me many years to write, and it's been very fulfilling to see that people actually are enjoying it. Yeah, and, you know, it's only nine on Kindle, so, you know, everyone's got a Kindle. If not, you grab and the app. And it's full of pictures. We didn't even tell them. It's full of pictures. <laughs> yes, and diagrams, <laughs> and it's a really cool book. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. So well, thank you, you have for to come back because I know you're working on another one. I am working on another one. I hate to have to say yes. that because I'm trying to pretend I'm done, but here it comes, having a baby again. No, you're not done. You got. I know you got at least two more to come. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, you know, it's not easy. Whew. Have you guys it written a book? It isn't. I'm in the middle of writing memoirs, and that's even harder because, you know, some of the stuff that's gone on with me, it's like, okay, how do I make this not have to be put in the fiction section? Are you doing Nova? Okay. Are you doing the uh, No Writer November Writer contest? No, uh, uh-uh. I don't okay. even know what that is. It's, well, what it is is you write two thousand words a day, the full month of November, and supposedly you're supposed to have a manuscript by the end. Wow. I, did you guys? Are, are you guys going to take the risk of predicting who you think is going to win on Tuesday? I already have mine out bad? there, honey. Can you tell yeah. me? Uh, um, yeah, I, it, it, uh, the reading came up split. Um, uh-huh. But basically, if when it comes up split, it means it's still in the air for me. But the better path was Hillary. Yeah, but that's you uh, said. Obviously, and what did you think? What was your your counterpart? Not what we want, but what you feel, what your intuition right. says. Rainy. 
Oh, you're talking about me? Rainy. No, I said, yeah. no, I said, I'm, I'm here, I'm here. I said, no, I'm not going okay. there. <laughs> I'm not going, yeah, I'm not going there. I do agree with the split thing, though, because yeah. it's so divisive. Yeah. I do, it's I so divisive. But I'm going to be honest, I've had moments where it's like, okay, I'm sure it's Hillary, and then I've had other moments where I'm going, no, I'm sure it's him. I don't know. I don't know. This is one of those areas where... It's like the best I don't know defense film we've had in years. Yeah, yeah. you're right. On the you're end right. of our seat with popcorn in our hand, and then what happened? We only have seven days left. Dun, 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 dun. I am going, thank God. I know. <laughs> so I don't know it which actress like is doing lasted. it, but one of them is trying to get the election time cut down. Because we've had this an, for two and a actress? half years, people. Yeah, there's an actress. She's running a petition to get the campaign limited. You know, because in Britain they only do four months. You get four months to convince us. Exactly, you... that makes so much more sense. Yeah, now not it, two and a half years. And millions, yeah, it's zillions, crazy. zillions of dollars for nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, when we think about all the needs in this country and how. That money could be spent in different ways. That's my thinking. <laughs> you know, I agree with you we've completely. Got a lot of, yeah, we've got a lot of people we could be helping out there, and these people are spending millions and billions of dollars. It's like, really? Come on. I know. It's so hard to believe how much money gets spent. Yeah. And there's no way to even use that money in anything constructive but just to do silly... Like, Help me with that. I can't get that. I can't figure it out. Mm-mm. You know, it makes the only no word that comes to me on that is power. Well, it's there waste. must be something. There must be something pretty addictive. In on there must be something pretty addictive that these people are connected to power. It's got to be power. That's what always comes to me. Is I think power. you're right. You know. But anyway, I know. I we'll find out. Yep, we will. You know what? Guaranteed, guaranteed. Uh, sit on our <laughs> I love get your story. We will, like you said. And we yeah. will survive the day after. Nothing's going to. We will live through this. Yeah. We'll live through it. You know, and if we can look at it that way, and you know, yeah, it's very emotional. It's very personal, but at the same time, it is what it is. Exactly. Just do what you need to do. The wisdom of accepting what is. And. I'll be thinking of you on Friday when you're over there in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, yeah, watching my favorite friend sing. What a gift. Right. Thank you guys for having me on your show. That was you're such a privilege. Welcome. And I'm it really was a appreciating pleasure, Deborah. The sweet and energy we look between forward the to having you back. <laughs> all right, all right. You let me know when. I'm always here. Awesome, okay, dear. Good Have night. a great evening. Thank you. Okay, let's. Hop in here and grab a call or two, shall we? Right. Let's go with a six seven eight. Six seven eight? Six seven. Hi, Aisin. It's Susie. How are you? Doing good, honey child. How are you? Um, hanging in there. Well, how can we help you tonight? Um, well, I don't know any information that you can give me on what's going on with Chris. Okay, honey, what's your birth date for us? 
1959. Okay, honey. Because we have to make sure that you're 18, you know. Don't want Uncle Sam knocking right. on our door, shutting us down. That's right. Oh, good right. Lord, I'm going to be 57 in another month. Yeah, honey, it sneaks up on you like nothing. That's Believe right. Me, <laughs> this morning I was writing about something that happened when I was, you know, when I was four, and I'm like, oh, my God, that seems like it was just yesterday. You know, I think he's going through a shift of energy. Okay, and I feel like he's getting really fed up with this situation. And I think he's going to be making changes about for the better for you, too. Okay, because, um, you know, he goes through these, um, um, you know, phases where I hear from him, I don't hear from him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know what that yo-yo is, uh, what's happening there. Yep. Very much so. That is, that is a definitely a good time for you mm-hmm. to just say, you know what? I'm going to take a little time to love on myself. That's love right. That is a very good yeah. suggestion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take a little. T- yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, you know what? If he can't be there for some reason right now, I'm going to be there for me. Right. Well, okay. So uh, you know he's. With uh, last, the last uh, little bit of, of information I got from him, which was last night, um, is that he was anxious to see me. And mm-hmm. you know what? I, every time I ask when, he doesn't really answer me. So I've decided that I'm going to leave it to him to tell me when he's going to be ready to see me. And uh, so do you see that happening sometime? I do. Uh, it should be within the next week. Okay. okay. Uh, I want to see him in a, I want to see him in a public place. I not... think that would be best so you two can talk. That's what we need. Yes. Yep. Hi, talking, honey. Well, no action. Talking, sharing, <laughs> that type of thing. All right, sweetie, I'm going to try to get another one in, okay? Thanks so much, Jason. I'll talk to you soon. You're Thank welcome, you so darling. Much, you have a great evening. Great evening. Good night. All right, okay. let's go to 850. 850, you're on the air. Hi. Good evening. My name is... Hey, how are you? I'm My doing name is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. How are you this evening? Hi. What's your birthday, Jennifer? <laughs> it is 1220. Do I need to give the year? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you say uh, you were 21? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I say. <laughs> um, right, right. I listened to Deborah, and she said that if I am with myself forever, which is a mm-hmm. very, very contemplating thought there, and I'm usually full of sass and smiles, but there have been some extenuating circumstances that have kind of um, caused me to to wonder if I did something wrong in another life. And I'm very curious about this because things just seem to compound and happen no matter how positive I am. Really large mm-hmm. things, not just small things. Very big, right. huge, magnifying, life-crushing. It's almost like it is. It, there's some other force out there that doesn't want me to succeed when that's what I want to do. And right. 
Well, there, that's... I'm going to give my two cents, and then I'll let Rainy take over. Um, uh-huh. No, you didn't do anything wrong. You just decided you'd take I AP really wonder if I was somebody life. bad. No, you weren't anybody bad, honey. You were really sweet most of the time, and you know you really you should probably have an affinity to like Oriental stuff and French stuff because you spend a lot of time in those countries. But you haven't done anything wrong. You ain't Hitler reincarnated or anything like that. But what you did do was on the other side, like a lot of people that are explorers did is they go, oh, I want to experience this and this and this and this and this. And while we're at it, we'll throw a little bit of this in there. And that's what you see happening is you're doing this. You're having all these experiences, both positive and negative, and you think, oh, this is really great. This is going to be great. And then it blows up so that you can experience that blow up. Oh, so you're talking about the past lives. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering well, that and the life chart. I was just yeah. wondering if I did something really wrong in a past life to have a lot of this massive sadness in big things that I can't control, out of my control stuff that mm-hmm. I don't understand why it, keep, why it keeps occurring, such as mm-hmm. death, such as somebody disappearing. Abandonment. Is a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right. Such as abandonment. Yeah. Yes. Such as abandonment yeah. and loss. Okay. Yes. You know, first, yeah. First Thank of all, you. okay. Thank you for filling in. <laughs> that, that's okay. I understand. Um, you know, those experiences from the past life, yeah, they're brought over into this life, you know, especially things that we haven't necessarily completely worked through. And I think Deborah was talking a little bit about that, you know, you might as well get used to it. You're going to be around. You're going to be living with yourself and the things you haven't worked out with in the past. Now, you know, what you've been going through here for some time and this has been going on really for the better part of the year. But for the oh, better yeah. part the of the year... Day. <laughs> you know, feeling like, you know, you're um, being hit, your heart is being hit, you know, feeling abandoned, not good enough, why am I struggling, you know, you know, why are my finances a mess, you know, why is my yep. heart struggling, you know, when it comes to... 100%. You know, I'm ready for a change, and I, I can't take right. it anymore. It's yeah. bad. <laughs> and, then, and then you have a loss. Then you have a loss. Okay, what I want you to know about the loss is, okay, that's sad, sad, and you still need to work through that, okay? But the loss is what you want to take through that, and this is not going to be something that happens overnight, okay? But what you want to get through that is that there are reasons why that relationship was brought in, okay? And there are very good things about that relationship, okay? You need to remember the good things and the blessings that you got from that. But you also need to remember that although that person was hurting, that was not your fault because you were the best love that they could have or that they had known because they did not know love. They didn't know love. No one had ever given it to them. So I have a feeling that that, that happens thing. a lot in my life. That I, uh, for some reason, yeah. I attach myself to people yeah. that don't know love, and I think that I'm. It hurts me in the long run. So, okay, I'm so not that sure. Comes back, that comes back to okay. You're not feeling real loved and appreciated right now. You're feeling drained. 
your love bank is empty. So this is where you have to begin to fill your love bank. That doesn't mean that you're going to just instantaneously forget the hurt and pain you're going through. But it means actively, like Deborah's talking about, actively taking steps. And they don't even have to be big ones. They can be, me and the girls can go get a petty nanny. We can't afford a petty nanny. Let's have a sleepover and do it together. Okay? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, things to you actively see, do you see show yourself love. If I do this, and I'm, I plan on doing that this weekend with friends, but do you see yeah. anything maybe shifting or changing? Because I can't really take any more of these big, big, do either one of you see any big shifts? Maybe positively, yes? Do you want to take, <laughs> that, do you want to take that, Asen? I feel like, honey, you're at the end of this, okay? I do feel like it will be. Really? Because it has to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it will probably change one, two, three, within probably within probably three weeks to a month. You'll start noticing changes, but I think you need to do a suitcase list of everything good in your world. If you <laughs> could put it into a suitcase, you sit down and write down everything in that suitcase, and every day, as you're getting ready, I want you to start reading it. You know, I have pretty hair. I have good skin. You know, I have nice clothes, or I have this, or I have that. Only positive things are allowed in the suitcase. Anything that has a hint of negativity is thrown out of the suitcase, okay? Do yep. that for a month and come back and see us. And you know what? Okay. It doesn't even matter how silly it sounds. You know, he's throwing out simple things, I'm throwing out simple things, but sometimes we have to start simple. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can be, oh, you know what? I really like the color of my eyes, or... And I heard, I really like I heard the way what Deborah I take care of my plants. Right. Yeah. And I heard what yeah. I heard what Deborah said about not complaining. My mother is a complainer. I'm not. That's the funny thing. Is I tried my hardest to not be like my mother, but it's it's really kind of hard lately. It's it's a little tough lately to not be kind of dragged down by some of the situational. It's outside situations, but I mean, I'm mm-hmm. trying to deal the best I can. But it, you know, it's a little right. difficult. So I will do the suitcase thing. I'll do anything yep. that right now to to help alleviate. That helps a lot, okay. Because I don't you, see a change happening. There's, it's it really will. kind of everything. Finances work. Right. Everything. And I mean, right. I don't wanted, want it to be like that, but it it is. <laughs> it's what needs what to I happen, want. honey. You need that to occur. You that you have to create the change. You have to work on that self worth. You have to work on finding that value because you're looking for it. Yes, I am looking for it. I have, I have to. I have a little boy, but I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm a positive person. I know it doesn't sound like it right now, <laughs> but I am. Oh yeah. Well, well, I mean, you know, yeah. we all get into yeah. that point to where everything isn't sunshine and light. Sorry. You know, we came mm-hmm. down to this planet going, oh, you know, things aren't. You know, we didn't plant a bed of roses. You know, we, some people may think that we thought we were going to plant a bed of roses, but we didn't. No. Not at all. Okay. I think I'm a little more sensitive and maybe than others. Some people aren't as caring and as sensitive, and maybe I'm a little too right. much. But, I mean, and I think that's You've sometimes been, okay. You, it's okay. Um, you know, it's why you do the work that you do. You know, you're beautiful right. inside. You're beautiful outside. You've just been knocked down a little bit, and you got to figure out, okay, what can I do to bring myself back up again? 
that suitcase list, you put it up somewhere, put it on your mirror, put it on your wall, okay? Look at it every day. Remind yourself. If there's something you think of, just add to it, add to it. But it can only be positive things, okay? Yeah. If we want to, we want to start changing that energy and that way of thinking. Absolutely. Okay? It has to be tested, yeah. and I really don't, I, I don't care about the people that don't. How does it, that sounds very cold? What I'm about to say, but sometimes there's there are outside people that don't understand what you're going through, and they might have to be on the back burner for right now, and that includes any kind well, of friends. Well, that or, or fire yeah. them. You know, you don't have to keep people in your life. You can fire and terminate them can you still, freely well, without can guilt. You still, hold on. Can you still care about a someone, a significant other that is a jerk, and no, care about them? Follow me on this. Care about them, but still be very disappointed and angry at them and not want anything to do with them. Very much so, honey. You know, I am famous for saying, you know, there are some days I'll wake up and my... I liked your alcohol statement earlier because I'm about to maybe pour myself a glass of wine. (laughs) I've had coffee all day. Hey, got to do what you got to do, baby girl. Now I'm starting to get a little mad because, you know... I always put now, myself you, in you care can about my care, friends. You can first. love somebody. You can care for them. You can think they're the best thing since sliced bread. But if they don't fit into your life, terminate them immediately. Well, yeah. that's the thing. This person did. I don't know. I, I, it doesn't matter. Back burner. You're not important anymore. Mm-hmm. Not <laughs> okay. important. They've I been like fired. Well, okay. But you know what the message? Okay. Is? The message that you give is. I'm sorry that you can't see this wonderful jewel that you have in front of you. <laughs> but maybe this jewel isn't going to want much to do with you when you try to come back around because I know I you will. I love you, Rain. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the attitude I need to have. Suitcase. You're not welcome in my suitcase. You are That's not right. welcome in my suitcase. <laughs> oh, I like that. Asin, you gave her a new term. <laughs> Good. You know, well, you know what? I like the I am terminating voice. you. Hold on. And you're not even allowed in my carry on. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. See, there she is. She's got she's got that personality. See, I'm you're trying right. to be positive. positive. I am a fire sign, but it's it's and I'm mm. very much a Sagittarius. But I don't even mm. have time for any of this drama. But it hits me anyway, real hard. So I'm just kind of trying yeah. to deal. It's going to be a rough weekend, but I think it's a healing weekend, maybe. And if you think it's right. going to be done in three weeks. It better be, please, please, please. <laughs> it will be, honey, as long as you don't sit down and start crying. Well, I already did that. you got to get up and move. <laughs> no, I right. mean, you can't I, just sit down and go, oh, I'm so heartbroken, I'm just going to sit here and cry and boo. Well, no, you have to keep growing. There was, well, what happened was my ex of 13 years passed away, father of my child. Mm-hmm. And right. I'm, I'm kind of stuck. I'm stuck with feelings of loss and guilt. And why did you leave? And are you okay on the other side? And it's, yeah, it's she's okay on the other like side. He left because he was done. He was only supposed to be here for a certain amount of time so that he could move on to something new. Um, you guys it kind of agreed on that. Well, it just wasn't his time. He should. I don't, he it was his <laughs> time according to the chart, honey. According to the chart. And you know what, hon? Okay, Asen just, you know, puts it out there like that, okay? It was his time. Did he know it was his time when it happened? No. Okay, where you got to go, 
is you can't feel guilty about that. You can't feel guilty. Okay? Remember, you still have love to experience. You still have life here to experience. He's got to go back there, regurgitate some stuff, sort some things out, so he gets back down here at some point and start all over again. Okay? But he's fine. He's okay. And you're going to be fine because you're going to be around positive people who support you. Whether they agree with you or not, they support you. You're going to be doing the good and the fun things, honey, and you're going to be awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. See? Happy and sad at the same time. (laughs) It's all No, it's perfectly fun, sweetie. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. And you know, <laughs> You're and you welcome, know honey. Your energy is as beautiful as your soft voice, okay? <laughs> she does. I have and you got a nice tiger voice inside there. Somewhere, I think. <laughs> yeah, you just have to go find it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. start you off with the suitcase. I think listening to Deborah, you, I'm inspired. Let's get the book together. Well, I, <laughs> tell me about it. I just, that's the problem is I heard, I resonated when she said that the people that complain, I'm not trying to complain. I'm just trying to kind of figure things out and move on, but it, it things just keep compounding and happening. That's all. Anyway. It's cleaning it out. Yeah. We're going to bring in the positive stuff and, you know, Sometimes in the moment we don't feel it immediately, but we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're well, Asen, get there. I want to say thank you, too. I mean, you're welcome, I understand honey. what you're saying. I know I'm a little blunter than she is. No. No, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm used to it. My point is, is I get it might have been in this chart, but it wasn't supposed to end the way it did. And I will forever, right. forever. Right. But be upset look about at this. the lessons it is going to teach. What, you have to what? judge the impact. <laughs> yeah, on my little boy. and I'm, I. Well, not only yeah. that, but the other people in your life. I mean, you know, he had at least, he touched at least 300 people. Okay? It, yeah. That in, that yeah. one event impacted at least 300 people's charts. I wonder. <laughs> okay? I, I, yeah. I'm a little angry because all, a lot of these people... Left him in the lurch a long time ago. So. Yeah, yeah, honey. But they needed yeah, to you know learn from it. Right. But you know what? It doesn't necessarily make sense right now. But it will, no, it it will over time. It will over time. Your number one job is to love on you and love on your son. Well, I'm trying. He's not really showing a lot of motion right now. <laughs> so He won't. All right. He'll get there. Yeah. I hope yeah. so. I know. Um, I just thank you guys. Thank you very much you're because welcome, I learned a lot honey. from Deborah. She really, by the way, Deborah, if you're listening, I will do look on Amazon and see what I can do because I that sounds inspiring and maybe it'll help me understand. I don't even know what I am. I just know I'm a Sagittarius, but I know I'm a little <laughs> bit. Of, mm-hmm. I'm Sagittarius and Sass and a in a, a crazy moon. There you go. I don't know which one. <laughs> I don't know what I am exactly, but yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the hurt chart. A hard time. They are. They're going through a lot of growth right now. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish my son. My son's a Sagittarius too, and that's a little crazy. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, that's going to be an interesting household. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fire yeah. against In about fire. five years. <laughs> I don't know. He's a little angry right now. I think he's taking out his frustration on me, and that's the way it goes. But, um, it's more he doesn't understand, so he fights with the anger. And takes it out on mom. Anything. Well, it could be an apple, honey, I'm, and he's got to get that self-worthiness because, see, he and you both are doing this. You're both blaming each other, blaming yourselves and then blaming other people for something yes, that he's was there. a, right. you know, it was a, it was an event. It's it's like going to the train. Well, the train he keeps saying to me at clocks night. out he at 9 o'clock. To I told Daddy, I told Daddy to go to the doctor. I told Daddy to go to the doctor. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, whatever my son's name is, I just said, you you can't. He's going to do what he wanted to do, and that's not what he wanted mm-hmm. to do. So, right. I'm trying to explain yeah. it, but it's really hard because I don't understand. It is. So. Right. Well, yeah. you know, don't, don't worry about understanding. <laughs> okay, here's death. It's the exit door. That's it. You, yeah. you literally well, get up, you walk over to the door, you walk out. But you hear these stories of people that don't transition that aren't okay, and then it panics you that they're not all right on the other side. And I, okay. I've spoken to someone who I love more than anything mm-hmm. who happens to be on this conversation that has reassured me everything is all right. And I, yeah. I just, I, I, yeah, you cannot help but your dreams and you worry. Mm-hmm. That's everybody right. does. I'm sure you've lost right. people, I, but I'm not. I'm not oh, you. Oh, I've not lost people, and I understand it, and I fought it, and I argued with death, and me and death went around for 11 years, and of course, death won. But Did that's you? okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, two and a half years ago, I lost my father to cancer. Um, right, I did too. Not two and a half years okay. ago. I did. Yeah. And you know, when I walked into this state, because I'd left the state, that, you know, two weeks, and I'm like, oh no, it ain't. We ain't having that exit date. I don't like that exit date. And I fought right. and Dad fought. It took us yep. 11 years for death to win. However, death is just an exit. Transformation. Your partner is still there with you. He hears you crying. He hears you screaming. Right. He hears you cussing. Right. You say that, I guess. Yeah. Like okay. I was folding laundry and I fell down on the floor in the laundry room about an hour and a half mm-hmm. ago. And my son mm-hmm. finds me, and he's listening to some song on his iPod, whatever the heck he's listening to, mm-hmm. and he says, why are you crying? Come on, get up. And I'm like, I'm wondering why it's not even affecting him. I didn't mean for him to see me. I would never do that, ever. Right. I mean, the door was, I didn't even, I mean, it was, there was a song on. It's the photograph song by Ed Sheeran, and it mm-hmm. got me, and uh-huh. I just fell on the ground, you know, and he, I thought he was in his room playing a video game. But he, he found me, and I don't understand. I get it's an exit door, but I was he was supposed to, I don't know. That wasn't supposed to be the way it ended. Right. Okay. But it, I, yeah. It's I, not the okay. way you pictured it ended, but it was the way it needed to end so that the wave could to do itself. But now, I just want to make sure he's all right on the other side. He's all yeah, right. He is, he's fine. He's on the other He's side right. going, okay, and now I see what this stupidity was, and I understand what that was, but what was this? And then he has to go back and watch it again. Do you know and if he has anything to say for Christopher? I mean, my, my kid, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said his name, but do you, if he has anything to say? or Keep you, your head up, and I'll you, see you soon. He's sorry for 
what he did, you know, in this life, okay? He couldn't handle the things that were going on with him. Mm -hmm. And it was not his intention to hurt you, although he did realize and does now realize that he hurt you and hurt your son. Okay? But he is okay. Don't let anybody tell you he's not okay. He's okay. And don't let anybody tell you you can't mourn. Mourn and then move forward. Learn from it. Okay. Learn from it. Okay? Because there will be a lot of good things that come from this. It just doesn't seem like <laughs> it right now. There will no, it be. doesn't. No. All right. But don't let anybody feel that. Yeah, don't let anybody just... say you're not allowed to feel or go through the emotions right now. Because well, you they are. just want me to get over it. It's all right. You know, are, are you... And how long is it? Can... Three weeks? A month? Yeah. How long is <laughs> Three weeks. Been? Yeah. Yeah, come on. Give yourself, Come on, give, give me a break. Quick. Yeah, have Next them call us. We'll, kick, we'll, we'll have them call us. Have them time. call me. <laughs> have them call me over on Psychic.biz, and we'll have a conversation. I would love to. You're hilarious. <laughs> okay. Any of these people are saying, back up, straighten up, have them call me. They are. Matter of fact, I've had... use the coupon code FALL16. It's five. It'll get them probably about three minutes free with me. I'll have a conversation with them about grief. Please do. And if being over at your house helping cook your meal within a day, then have them call me back. You want to know what they've said? Put on your big girl panties, deal with everything. You've got to move on. It Life goes on. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry I shared with you. It says, so, But, I mean, I understand they're doing it because they don't want me to fall into a depressive state, which I'm not doing. But Yes, you I'm, are. I'm stuck. Here's the thing. Okay, I will tell you a story, because we're already on stream, so I'll tell you the story anyhow. There is a very, very close person to me, um, meaning that we're not live on air anymore. We're over into streamland. They're a very, very close person to me. Um, Didn't take time to grieve, okay? Six months to the day, they, they come up missing. They were found sitting in somebody in a room, in a chair, in a catatonic state. Yeah. And remember something. Anybody who says anything, you remind them, this person was in my life for 13 years. I love this person. Mm-hmm. This per- well, longer than that, because how old is your son? Didn't you say your son was 13? No, yeah. Yeah, he's thirteen yeah. now, but we were and, he was and, it's been longer. We were we were together as a couple for thirteen years, but yeah. Yeah. And that is the father of your child. Don't let anybody tell you you don't have a right to grieve. Don't let anybody tell you you don't have a right to feel, to think, to do whatever you need to do. Yeah, you don't want to get stuck, but you're trying not to get stuck. You're trying to get unstuck. I'm so really as long trying, as you're trying very hard. You're gonna get there. You're gonna get there. You're I'm trying very that. hard. I, I, I worry I'm, right now about my finances. I'm worried right now about, before any of this happens, my finances. I really, mm-hmm. there's somebody, but, but there's somebody that was telling me about the, the, the not welcome in my right. suitcase. But, I mean, there's other circumstances, but this takes priority right now because I've got to figure out how to make it okay for my kid. 
So mm-hmm. I want to say yeah. a huge thank you, but I'm not sure exactly how to make it better you for don't. my kid because he's. You don't. You okay. show him how to grieve. You show him well, how to I'm deal not... with this. By me falling on the floor in the laundry room. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. By you going, you know, today's a really bad day, honey. Why don't we just sit here and watch movies? Mommy's not feeling good. Mommy's well, I, I've got We have company flying in town for his uh, celebration of life ceremony, and mm-hmm. I, I have to get the house clean. So he's in there no, playing don't. video games, and I'm like, I'm like, you need to come out here and help. And the child doesn't come out and help, and then I flip out, and it's constant, and I don't want this stress okay. with my child. Back up. And it's Back constant. up. Back up. <sighs> Here's the question: Why do you have to get the house clean? Is there you need, you need cobwebs <laughs> growing off the door that they can't no. open it? No. Is there <laughs> trash so big they can't open the door to walk in the house? No, it's very clean now because I just finished cleaning it, but. My point is, is no. his room looks like a, a disaster zone. Good. <laughs> he's got I hate. Legos. Thirteen, but he's got Legos everywhere. Guess what? Food. Boys' rooms at thirteen should look like a disaster because they're trying to figure out how to organize their mind. Let his room be a disaster. It ain't gonna hurt nobody if they don't like it. They can clean it themselves, honey. A good point. I just shut the do- I just shut the door and said, well, everybody that's knows. the problem. I've got a kind of small house, so the people that are staying here have to stay in his room. You know, I mean, oh. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. Well, right. he's going to be pretty embarrassed when they have to come in, isn't he? That's true. That's a very good point. I just want to make it yeah. better for him, and I am very concerned well, right now. Well, then be honest my with your emotions. My coworkers throw showers and parties for everyone else and sympathy cards. They haven't done anything for me to support me. Because and they don't know how. Yeah. See, you're, you're not making, making it, I'm a, I'm, you're I'm not not making air, it public. Right? No, you're not I'm, on air. You're on stream. I'm a, well, I, I'm a teacher. So it kind of makes yeah, it. Yeah, you're a teacher. I don't want, and, and my son goes to the school, so therefore, he doesn't want anybody to know, but my coworkers aren't even really being very. It's it's it, nobody is none of my. Fr- no, I don't understand. I don't right. understand. And I'm not looking for it. I go to school. I do my job. I do what I need to right. do. I come home. I do it. But it's almost like there's this. Nobody cares. <laughs> I heard I something very profound one time when I was going through a divorce. This person explained this. When someone dies and you're still married to them, <laughs> okay, yep, that's everybody what will to me. bring casseroles, everybody will be there. But if you're divorced or you're not together, they automatically assume there's no emotion behind it. Well, you don't yep. necessarily leave a relationship without feelings and emotions. But you're also the giver. You're the healer. You are the one who comes and comforts others. You're not necessarily always getting it from others. You're a lot of times giving it. And that's why I say find those who are willing to give it unconditionally for the period of time. You are entitled to that. And if they can't give it to you, you give it to yourself. Selfishly give it to yourself. Let your son see you mourn. He needs to learn to mourn. 
He needs to I learn made a video. that it's okay. You did? I took, I took every picture and put it in a, a slideshow. Time to Warren Zephon's. Have you ever heard of Keep Me in Your Heart by Warren Zephon? Have you ever heard of Olivia Newton-John's? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's certain songs, and I, I placed it perfectly, and I played it for my son tonight. And there were a couple of tears shed, but really not a lot. And he said, why did you pick sad songs? And he got up and walked out of the room. And this is not mm-hmm. like my kid. My kid, until a year ago, was a cuddler. My kid was the most uh-huh. sensitive child you've ever seen. And right. his daddy talked to him for two hours every night. So I got on his Skype, and I could see their last conversation. And the last conversation, Daddy, you're sick. I love you. Go to the doctor. Daddy, are you there? Are you there? And he goes, I'm still sick. And he goes, I love you. Go to the doctor. Daddy, call me. Mm-hmm. It was empty after that. So Christopher right. is mad at himself because he said, I'm going to go to the doctor. And he's, he didn't mm-hmm. go to the doctor. So I just, yeah. I'm well, you're telling here. him to clean his room. That Can you is. control him and force him to clean his room? Have you sat down and talked about that responsibility? Oh, my gosh. That's an amazing analogy. Uh-huh. Okay. Huh? I think that would You've help. You've just yeah. impressed me. <laughs> <laughs> you have just, that's not, that's not, okay, this isn't often that I'm speechless, but you just impressed me. <laughs> that's okay. You've you got to take his emotions and you got to break them I'm into his life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I need, that's yeah. the perfect analogy. Can I force you to clean your yeah. room? No. I can't, you can't force him to go to the doctor. I love it. Thank yeah. you. It's not maybe, yours. Yeah. I think you, know, he just, you have to I explain think he ownership and responsibility. He's 13. He should know this. Yeah. yeah. And he is still trying to deal with the emotions of it. What 13-year-old expects their dad not to be there? Yeah, he doesn't understand, but thank you for all of this because it, that has helped me. I think I just mm-hmm. wish that I could hear if Scott had anything to say on the other side at all. To me, but I guess that's going to come. Well, I will tell you this. He still loved you. (laughs) Yeah, he still loves you. He's always loved you. He had issues, but he'll see you soon. And he also, um, he knows that he made mistakes that caused this relationship to fall apart. Okay. He understands that. I have a question because of reincarnation. If when I pass, and I hope it's not, but I hope I'm around for Christopher for a little bit longer, really, because he's upset mm-hmm. about his dad. And I, don't, I hope that when I do, that maybe I'll have a chance to see him before he's put back on Earth again. Oh, yeah. Very much so. You'll see him way before he's put back on Earth. Oh, yeah, honey. Okay. We usually don't come back between 70 and 90 years. Yeah. Okay. That, okay. that's, that's and furthermore, you know, he'll probably up. come dream visit you. Pro- he's only been gone three weeks, so he's still trying he's to figure out done. how to turn a light switch on. He, he's already okay. he's already visited me while he was alive, and I didn't know that was possible. Uh-huh. Yeah, very much uh, yeah. so. I go visit Rainy no, all the time and fuss about our mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's I like, okay, do I dare stand naked in front of the mirror? <laughs> I did not even... I did not even know that that was humanly possible to have dreams from people that are physically alive. And that happened mm-hmm. a week before he passed. A week before he passed. Right. 
He came to Not the look at his health condition. And, but he was yeah. alive still for a full another week talking to my child. I was like, well, that was mm-hmm. just a dream. I mean, but he was <laughs> that, that, no that was him. spiritual place. But remember, remember and Aeson and I talked about, a little bit about this when his dad was going through the latter stages of, you know, right before he was passing. You know, they're in between the spirit world and here. Okay? And so his body is weakened, and so we do tend to be able to come in and connect more on that level. That's why people will often get messages from people right before they die. They know it. Even even if the person doesn't know it, it's kind of like a precognition to what's coming up. Okay? Because he was in that... Go ahead. Okay, and I hear that, but I've had another instance where that's happened from someone who I don't think is dying. The person's perfectly fine. How come the person's talking to me in my dreams? Is that just dreaming? No, that's called astral traveling, no. darling. That's what I was yeah. talking about, fussing about Rainy cleaning her mirrors because they're always dirty. Okay, now, can be you explain quiet. that a little bit? It's only toothpaste. Well, I get toothpaste okay. in my mirror and I don't clean it. <laughs> Okay. Astro traveling means the spirit can walk out of the body and go wherever it wants. Okay. Okay. And then it has to come back to the body. It's kind of like you getting out of, you can take your car, park it somewhere, get out of it, go all over town, but you still have to come back to get your car. But are are they aware they're not aware they've done this? Some people are. Are they? Some people aren't. Some are. Okay. Some people are uh, aware, some people are not. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have no idea of knowing whether the person's aware or not. <laughs> Got it. Um, I don't understand why I'm receiving this because I've told my friends about this and they think I'm crazy. It's just a dream. They think I'm nuts. <laughs> right. Um, Do some research yeah. on astral travel. Okay, I will. Because apparently it's happened a lot in the last, I would say, three months where that's brand new. I've never had that before. Well, first of all, honey, you're a Sagittarian, okay? Now, one of the traits of a Sagittarian, okay, sometimes I don't think they get enough credit for it, okay? They're very, very capable of connecting with those who have passed on. They're very capable of astro-projecting and picking up of others, okay? My soul, or a soulmate of mine was a Sagittarian. Honey, that boy was here all the time to the point where I finally had to say, get out, and I had to freeze his butt because he was driving me crazy. You know, he would not leave me alone, but he wouldn't call me and see me. It's like, no, 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 you don't need to be in my business here, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, I some think I know what you're are very, about. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about, okay. And I think some of them are aware of it. Mm-hmm. Very much so. But you... But you're very capable of seeing things that others cannot see. That is a that is a Sagittarian trait. Not that I want to use astrology as you know the only no you know, no. Key. But speaking with her, that it makes sense. It makes me wonder. I'm out there. I'm, I'm blunt with what I have to say. But it makes mm-hmm. me wonder if I have some underlying. I've never really paid I, attention to it until the last year. Why I'm feeling the way I feel. I, I almost can hear sometimes. Right. Your psychic energy it, is being it, it opened freaks up. Me out a little. <laughs> Your psychic energy is being opened up. It's always been there. 
but I also feel that, you know, this comes through from a soulmate connection where that psychic energy mm-hmm. is opening up and you're becoming more aware of it. Once that little button's turned on, it really doesn't matter what the other person's doing. Your little your little button's been turned on, so expect it to grow. Expect to hear things, to see things. It does not mean that you are crazy. There are times where I'm just walking through the house. Arnold Palmer, okay? I'm right, walking through the right. house. Arnold Palmer goes to my head. Less than 10 seconds later, they're announcing the guy died. I do this stuff all the time. <laughs> You're very capable of that. <laughs> so, you know, you get you do become used to it once you become aware that you already because you already have those skills. But certain events, sometimes it can be a death, sometimes it can be a, a significant loss of a loved one, sometimes it can be a soulmate connection. Certain events will turn that little light on. Your little light's been turned on, and you don't know what to do with it, and you're going through all this stuff. No, I don't. Like, what does I this don't, mean? because I go to sleep, and I'm not going to lie to you. Lately, I've been, it's almost like I, I fall asleep, no problem, but I wake up, and I can't go back to sleep. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm thinking all these all these thoughts and these dreams, and it, I don't understand. I, I don't, I can't make sense of it, and I'm not. It's almost like I can almost hear a different what people I don't know. I know that sounds silly. I know it's no, no, it, it does it really doesn't sound silly to us. I'm glad because my friends my friends are like, You need to get on Ambien, you need Xanax, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just sad yeah. and I'm thinking a lot. No. But I don't I would know. prefer you not to get on Ambien. I don't think you need to be on Ambien. No, I think you need to go onto a, onto chamomile tea and journaling for a minimum of an hour a night. Ah, uh-huh. when I journal, then I cry. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Good. Do you want to know what right. I used to have to do Get when I first started? Ju- when I when that I first is true started because journaling. I think that that's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. I'm like, you're fine. You can go ahead and finish. I can always catch up. Go ahead. No, I, I have, trust me. I'm wondering. Okay. <laughs> when I first started, when I first started journaling, okay, I would my the first way I started journaling is I would ask a question, and then I would do my little meditation and clear my mind. You know what I was going to write because I wanted it to be automatic writing. And I would sit there and bawl my eyes out. And I couldn't write anything. I'd have to go take a shower and come back to finish the journaling. It was pathetic. What was supposed to be a one what was supposed to be a one page daily journal would sometimes take me hours just to get the darn one page down. Okay? So it's okay. Cry. Just get it down. And then you go back later and you read it and you go, wow. And you start understanding that you're having things revealed to you, okay, through your writing. You know, God, your guides, whoever is revealing information to you that you need to know. And it's coming naturally because you're just writing it down and you're just allowing it. Okay. Be real surprised answers that you get there. Yeah. Agreed. And on that note, 
until this happened, I've been doing a lot of journaling and researching, like angel numbers and archangels and researching a lot of that. And Uh I I really wish I knew my guardian angels' names or archangels, who's who's what, because when I was a little girl, I was put into a bubble, I was very sick, and I can remember very vividly seeing angels at the end of my bed, vividly. And I didn't know they were angels at the time, but I now know that they were. And I just... I mean, I I now very firmly feel that they were. I just kind of am, I don't know, wondering, very kind of was into that. I kept seeing the numbers 333 all the time, 444, all these numbers all the time. And I'm not trying to be weird or anything, but it was way too too many to dismiss. License plates on the side of cars, the right. time clock, all within like 20 minutes. And I don't understand well, what the messages were or what's going on. But I've asked, and I said, if I, ha- if I have a guardian angel, kind of wonder sometimes, or if I have a spirit guide, can you please, please help me? And then another something big happens. So it's almost like, do they hear you? <laughs> Are they yes, out there? They do. Yeah. Did you see at least five angels at the end of your bed? No, I saw it was two. And that's the weird thing. I remember because I was little, I was about maybe three, and I saw I was really sick. And um, I was in a bubble, actually, over my bed. And I can remember waking up, and they were talking to me, and I thought they were there. <laughs> I was a kid. I was talking to them. And um, my mom came back in. I was like, did you meet so-and-so and so-and-so? I'm, I'm vividly. And I obviously may have had a high school. My mom's like, you had a fever or something. She made some sort of something. But... I know they were there. There's not one thing. And they were talking to me. I know. And I could have sworn almost one of them was Jesus, but I was just a kid, so I don't know. I mean, oh, no, I've no, always I had a really... they were there. But I had a really close connection so much so that this is going to be a little creepy, but, well, no, I'll save that for another conversation. But my mom was always very concerned about me because I could always talk to... I wasn't. I don't know. There were Jeez, things that were a little. Does that sound like? Does that sound like what I was talking about earlier? That you have those natural gifts and abilities. Well, yeah. I, that was when I was little. It was before I was six years old, and then nothing ever since, ever, <laughs> until like the last you, six months or whatever. Most children can see things. It gets turned off as we get older because we get those messages from other people, which you're getting a lot of those messages from other people. You know, oh, that's silly. Oh, that isn't real. Oh, you know, you're just pipe dreaming. You're just too emotional. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, maybe you need to be on Ambien. Okay? We get all those messages, and so we turn that off. Well, there comes a point where it's not going to get turned off anymore. And that's where you just have to start loving and embracing yourself and understanding this is part of who I am and it's okay. okay. They're not necessarily going to understand it unless it's happening to them. But I do believe I guess that you have you... that ability. Yeah. Well, well, I don't understand it, I guess, yet. So, Doreen Virtue. Doreen Virtue. Yes, she talks she's about... amazing. I, you're... Yes. And Lord, and, uh, well, not only that. Absolutely. Um, Hay House, uh, Lorraine Hay House. Lorraine House. 
Mm-hmm. I'll look her up. Anything yeah. right now. The founder of Hay House. I'm looking. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. You just mentioned some, but something new to me. And Ace, and I thought I knew everything you knew. Ah, huh. you know. interesting. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you got yeah, you. we give each other, we give each other we give each other a hard time all the time. <laughs> well, I really, I really, I'm, I'm at a loss right now because my heart is in shatters. But you know mm-hmm. what? You made me smile tonight. And by the way, you are hilarious. Are you ready for your homework? Other than the than the. Uh, the suitcase? Other than the suitcase well, list? Well, if you can, you can tell me. I have. I have it on DVD, and I've read the book. And I love it. Again. it. And Every I'm time sad. you feel like everything is going to fall apart and blow up, I want you to sit down and watch it. Watch what now? I didn't hear you. The secret. The, the secret. secret. Oh, the secret. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. you know, Ethan, I know you don't know me very well, but I actually kind of... And I never do this, okay, because the person that passed away was the person I thought I was going to be with the rest of my life, but kind of fell for someone the last year, and he ended up being a real jerk, the guy that I was kind of talking about. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. in general, total back burner, not for me, I guess. And Firing. I'm stuck. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to, but he keeps popping back in my mind. So. Is he, you, be- is he doing his job? Answer these questions. Is he doing his job? Does he make you smile when you see him? Or are you running around carrying more guilt on you? Well, I haven't spoken to him since May. Sorry. Well, June. Well, July, technically, he wrote me. I didn't write him, but I haven't Mm -hmm. spent any time with him. My point is, is during the time that we were friends, and that's what we were, there was a deep connection, and now I think he's selfish. I think he's one of those, you know, the ego that she was talking about earlier, Deborah was talking mm-hmm. of earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he is, but I do think on some level he cares. And so I'm stuck a little bit feeling guilty about having feelings still for someone who could care less about me while I'm mourning the loss of an ex. Isn't that odd? No. Yeah, it's not really odd. <laughs> you know, we can love more than one person. Well, and, this um, one doesn't. He doesn't deserve it, right? <laughs> uh, right now, I would agree with you on that one. He's not there, okay? He Right now, he is selfish, and he's not thinking about anybody but himself, and that includes his kids. Sure, okay. He wouldn't like to hear that, but it really is care. about him. You know, and uh, right now it is about you loving you. I'm there. And helping I've your got to love me. And that's what this is mm-hmm. all about. And I want to thank you for everything you've had to say. You're welcome. Um, Ethan, do you mm-hmm. have any uh, departing words of your, do your own I love work. your, I will. <laughs> I'm a teacher and I don't like that. Did you hear that? Oh, Will. <laughs> but do you have any blunt words? You're hilarious, by the way. Well, like, oh. you know, my grandmother used to say if you hand them if you hand them a bitter pill with a little bit of sugar and laughter, they'll take it easier. Yes. A spoonful of sugar. Okay. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, honey. <laughs> um, but you know, you'll do just fine. 
you're going great, you're growing, you're going through grief, you're supposed to be a mess, you're supposed to be crying on the uh, laundry room floor, you're supposed to be listening to the sad songs, you're supposed to be remembering the happy times and feeling guilty because you're laughing. But he would want you to laugh. He would want you to look at this and go, dear God, what the hell have I done to myself now? Can can I ask one last parting question mm-hmm. before I before we drift off? Yeah. I love this man so much, and I had to finally, you know, basically put a it's a mental storage unit and shut the lock and put padlocks on it. Since Why? he passed away, I've had to open that storage unit. Mhm. And everything came flooding out. The love, everything. Why mm-hmm. is it that now that that has happened, I feel like. I have gone right back to where we were before because when we were together, it was good. I don't right. understand one thing. But my mm-hmm. question, I guess, is ask more to Scott, you know, or my ex that has passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he didn't fight harder for to get better for us to be a family. I don't okay. understand. Here's a question. You, you're a teacher. It's June 3rd, okay, you've got a student who has done his work, he's got a C C average. Does he go to the next class or does he have to take your class again? Do you teach him in July? No. Do you teach him in July? No. See, Patrick. That's why. I don't, the correlation, I'm sorry. Okay, this is school. Life is school. Yeah. Okay. He had a C oh, average God, I, life. I'm getting what you're saying. It was oh. time for him to go on to the next grade, honey. He wasn't. I just going don't know why during. I don't know why during life, when he was. Mm-hmm. I know he was mentally. He had a mental illness. I know. Mm-hmm. But my point is, is I don't understand why he couldn't. I thought he was stronger than that to fight past it for us, for our family. Mm-hmm. And I kept waiting right. for him to fight a little harder. Right. And he didn't. And he couldn't. Okay. And does does he does he know that I wish he would have? Yeah. He wished he could have too. Yeah. But he studied too yeah. fast. He completed his homework too soon. Here's something you have to remember. There was only just, so much that he could do because he wasn't brought up with, he didn't come from a very good background. And so when you came into his life, I'm talking about this life. Yeah. Okay. You were an example of what love was to him. He didn't have the tools. He didn't have the tools to be that strong person. I know I'm being selfish here, but there was an ex-girlfriend that was a part of his life for a while, but I meant mm-hmm. more than she did, right? Right. <laughs> I know that's bad, but did I mean more than she did, please? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honey. Look how, look, okay, you guys were together. You were happy. You had a child. Okay. Okay. I just, uh, you know, I just, that was genuine. <laughs> that was genuine and that was authentic. Okay. okay. I just you were what he knew love was because he didn't know what that was before because he came from a horrible background. Okay. You made so he you didn't made my know night. How to fight. 
Okay. You made you made my night for, by saying that. Thank you. Because yeah. If he had if he hadn't had his mental issues, we'd still be together today and probably would have had a couple more kids. But oh well, I guess. Mhm. All right. That's the way it is now is the way the way it is now is the way it's meant to be. <laughs> and it's still a very good thing. I mean, I'm talking. Not talking about. I know that you're sad right now, but you do have a family, and this family is perfect and wonderful the way it's made. That can go in your suitcase, first, by the way. That's going to go in my suitcase. <laughs> That's going to go in okay. my suitcase, along with okay. a bottle of wine, according, according to Ethan. I was going on with a bottle of wine. <laughs> a bottle of wine, that. a I'm... glass of chamomile tea, and I'm going to tell you, honey, oh, these sorry, people I coming forgot. in for this sorry, lovely honey, little party. Yes, you've got okay. to have chamomile tea. At con- it's the best nerve. That next to chocolate, it's the best thing. These people well, coming in, <laughs> if they can't behave, then fire them. You do not have welcome cross- tattooed across your I chest. I love him. You are hilarious. Can you do me a favor? Do you see? I mean, hey, is there anybody new coming into my life other than the ass? Uh, um, not for six right? months. No, no, no. We're going to take six months off of this carnival. Okay. So I'm just curious because apparently my life's been a carnival, that's for sure. I wanted the jerk to come around and say I'm sorry it'd be a part of my life, but I guess it's not going to happen. So. Uh, no, no, no. Don't necessarily. No, 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 no. That's not necessarily true. Okay. However,. Remember, you are young. Well, I just you want him beautiful. to say I'm sorry and I'm part of your life. You know, I just I'm, I kind of miss the friendship, even though he's a he's not a, he's a jerk. I don't know. He portrays himself as a jerk, but he's actually nice to me. I don't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't. Except no, he, he hasn't. Never mind. I'm not making any sense. <laughs> no, honey, that's because you're processing a lot. I um, am. It, very good. Very good. Yeah. You know, and, and by the way, Ethan, you're, you're hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you are but funny. You make me smile. Good, because you so need am it. I. You know what, though? If you didn't know me at all, Sagittarius, that I'm, I'm so blunt that I would make your head spin. I do the same thing with my students in class. I don't know. Sit down, shut your mouth. <laughs> but I need it too. But I'm sensitive mm-hmm. and loving and caring. Yeah. Well, I'm a little too much, but people don't know that, so let's not tell them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll keep that a secret. Yeah, we well, just really need a great big, huge bear hug from somebody. Ace and give yeah, her a bear well, hug. The problem is, is if you hug me, then I might actually cry, and people might know I have feelings. Feelings is the new STD. Don't catch that. <laughs> 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 trying to be funny. Trying to be funny. I know you are. Ace and laugh. You didn't laugh. You didn't hear me. Honey, I have the time don't laugh because I'm terrible. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So you have your homework assignments. I do. Suitcase. Yeah. Yep. And And writing in my journal. Mm -hmm. And. And. Oh, well, yeah. The secret when you need it. When you need yeah. it, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, if you guys don't mind keeping an eye on things, maybe, making sure things are okay. We'll be here. I'll actually be here back tomorrow night if you need me. (laughs) You guys have a good night. You too, darling. Check out Psychic Biz. We've got a lot of different shows on, okay? I know. I've never tuned in before because I couldn't figure out how to make it work, but I did tonight. Thank you. We're glad you did. I'm sorry if I took up too much of your time. I'm You're not. You have without, it, honey. We wouldn't. Without, have, we wouldn't have stayed. On, if if you were taking too much of our time, we'd be pulling out the credit card machine and going, "All right, you got to call us over." It's like yes, but you needed us. This is what this show is here for. I'll be on tomorrow night with conversations with Asen, and soon he comes on on Tuesdays with um, the Oracle's point of view. So you just hop in here and talk with us when you need us. But you work on you, okay? Working on me and the humor. See? Mm-hmm. Um, so you got the humor. You're doing fine. You're doing awesome. Trying. Yeah. You're doing awesome. Yeah. Trust me. Ace would have said something. Okay? Yeah. You're doing I, fine. You're doing fine. I, I have no doubt Ace would have said something. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, though, you know, because I need that bluntness sometimes. Like, hey, shut up. <laughs> Hey, go write your journal, baby. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to you later, okay? We're going to get you through this, hon. You're going to do just fine. I just want to know he's okay on the other side and I'll be all right tonight. He is. He is. I know he is. All right, honey. I hope. Does he know I love him? That's all I'm going to say, and then I'm out. Yep. Yes. Yes. He knows I'm okay. You say yes. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, guys. Good night. You're welcome, dear. Good Good night. night. All right, guys. Well, that's the extended version of our show. Uh, we'll be, I'll be back tomorrow night with conversations with Asen at 10 p.m. Remember, I come on early. Um, and Miss Rainey will be back sometime this month because she's touring and doing different things. But you can always reach us over at psychic.biz. And remember to use coupon code COFFEE to have $10 added to any of your deposits. And also fall 16 to get $5 free. And you can use that with either one of us. So until tomorrow night, good night, Miss Rainey. Good night, Mr. Asen. And uh, it was a pleasure. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Good night.